I do it. Squirt. 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 <laughs> so you you have heard this before. I listened to it, I think the day it came out, but okay. I, I didn't remember, I, did, I don't remember hating it or loving it. Berserk. Big Sean, ASAP Ferg, and Hit Boy. Unfor- Check that out. Unfortunately for Big Sean, he's always been in the middle for me, so... I'm usually never like crazy when he when he drops, and you know I'm never crazy for like a Big Sean album, but you know. Yeah, I don't know if anybody really is. That's very true, guys. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. We did just skip the entire intro. Yeah. Jake wanted <laughs> Jake mentioned to me, but I kind of liked it. We just kind of rolled in. It was very al natural. So yeah. Tell us if you prefer that. No, uh, but I I was kind of impressed. I'm. <clears throat> I'm happy that Big Sean is coming out because uh, it's been a while since we got some new music from him. How long has it been? Uh, it's been a while. Thank um, you for re- reiterating yeah. that. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> since since um since I've that kind of, song that had the the album that had the the song Balcony on it. Yeah, I'm halfway off the balcony. Yeah, halfway off the balcony. It's the one where he's standing in front of the house. I remember yeah. the album cover. I don't remember the album. Lackluster. Okay. That was the name. Of the I album. decided. No, I it decided. was called Lackluster. I, yeah, I think I gave it like I th- we reviewed it. I think I gave it like a six. <sighs> wasn't good. People was not it. not for me. If we sound a little different, it's because we've uh, mixed up the setup here. We've got some boom mics trying to look a little more professional and sound a little more professional. Yeah, Jake got us. Jake got us like the NPR mics, so it has the arm and everything. So yeah, I know we can get really close and talk to you like NPR. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm just whispering in your ear the entire episode. Bro, pull back before your beard gets stuck in that. <laughs> beard, beard today is somewhat. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about today? Today we are going to be talking about JPEG Mafia and Kevin Gates' new album. JPEG Mafia's All My Heroes Are Cornballs and uh, Kevin Gates' generic uh, trap <laughs> album. I'm him. I struggled. Yeah, true. I, I'm him, like Kevin Gates. Uh, but before we jump into that, we do have some news. Just you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> uh, this is not hip hop related, but a uh, Bronx Zoo responds to a viral video of a woman in a lion's den <laughs> at the Bronx Zoo. Which, uh, first of all, not really. I didn't even know there was a zoo in the Bronx. I didn't either. I always have heard of the Brooklyn Zoo. Is that not the? I the guess superior New York Zoo. Like I've always what? heard Brooklyn Zoo. You I know, mean, what? let's not expose our our hick uh, tendencies right now by going. Is it Brooklyn or is it Bronx? I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't really know. It's like Greenville or Simpsonville. You know. It is. It's something. All right. So we're not from New York. I've never been to New York. So, but there's a video of this lady. Uh, she's a uh, very voluptuous, proud black woman, and um, she is sitting. <laughs> she's in this lion's den right now, and all she's doing is just. She's just like waving at it. I'll play it, but I'll Bro, play is, it without the that, noise. That's terrifying to me, just looking at it. Yeah, that's hor- that's horrifying. This uh, first of all, the I don't know who the camera guy is, and also that little fence. There's like a little wooden fence, guys, that she jumps over with ease. Uh, it's were a they doing more, like a behind the scenes thing? Like that's I don't think they were supposed to be back there because I think they're filing charges of trespassing. Yeah, because it, it, our dinky zoo Look in Greenville, this, they have that huge glass yeah. barrier, like. But look at this bitch. She's she's over here just like waving at him. Hey, hey, and then the lion's like, uh, oh, I'm on camera. I don't want to fuck up a black person. The the lion doesn't want to be accused of racism. So very good on the lion no, for I not killing the, her. No, I think the lion probably learned from Harambe and did not want to get yeah, shot. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not trying to get shot. Uh, this could end up bad for me. I'm gonna end up a meme for the next light for the yeah. for a couple more years. Uh, shout out to that lion. 
Uh, really, guys, what made it? First of all, <laughs> before you started, if if this is really true, mm-hmm. it's, it's true. Relatable. There's a video. But no, no, no. I'm saying if if what she's saying, like if she really uh-huh. believed that, right? Read the read the comment and all that. Okay. First of all, um, I I would like to uh, give a shout out to this lady. Her uh, her Instagram <laughs> name is <laughs> Queen Empress Ma- Malari Malari. Okay. I believe I said that right. M Y A H L A R E E. Okay. So. Don't send any hate to this woman, but, you know, just to give you, give you a vibe. Yeah. The caption is as follows. I really have no fear of breathing. Lioness instincts. Real Hebrew girl. There's emojis, too. There's emojis. <laughs> There's a, a lot of caps. Animals can, can feel love just like humans. I come in shalom. First of all, I, I, I guess that's a way of saying I come in peace in Hebrew. Yeah. Indigo Hebrew Israelite child of the Most High. It's funny because you can hear grown men scared. <laughs> SMH. <laughs> Look, if if she really believes that and like, what a pussy! You're afraid of a lion. Yeah. What a pussy! No, 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 I'm saying if she really believes that her faith kept her safe in that. There's people in the South that handle rattlesnakes for the same reason. And then they get bit, and then they have to go to the hospital. Yeah. If you've seen Borat, yes, it's funny, but that is really true. That's they really, really handle snakes. True. Yeah. The um, Pentecostal yeah, church. Yeah, it's, it's like a... Pentecostal church. They're like crazy well, fucking... Not, I, I know people that are Pentecostal. Oh, okay. It's not, not that... all the Pentecostals. It's kind of a radical sect, sect of, of the Pentecostals. Pentecostals. Yeah. Okay. They're the snake charmers. Well, shout out to people who, who believe God gets them, gets them through this. Is snake charmers... We'll probably get... That's, that's probably... Snake hate charmer? speech now. Is snake charmers hate speech? I don't know. I don't fuck it. I'm not keeping up. Knows. I don't know. Apparently, you can't send this okay symbol. Yeah, a that guy means, universal that means asshole. No, but a guy at countries. Universal lost his job for the, over apparently a character using the okay symbol because everybody's yeah. saying it's a white power symbol now over a fucking meme. Oh, I know. So what I, I know in other countries that. it means asshole. And whatever, dude. It's this, means, the... this means fuck you in Lebanese. Yeah. In, in America, it's just a nice little invite. No, but speaking of political correctness, I want to shout out a Netflix show. It's, it's called Explained. I've mentioned it several times. Yeah. They did a, a like a series on um, political correctness. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It talks, it talks about like how it originated and what, what the purpose of it was. Bill Maher did a re- response to political correctness. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best videos. I'll play it towards the end. I'm going to have it queued up so I don't forget. Yeah. Um, check that out. Yeah. Jake, well, go ahead and tell us about the next. What we got for some stuff. more news. GEZ is extending his partnership with Puma. I didn't even know he had a Puma partnership. Who cares? <laughs> um, He's supposedly releasing a sneaker. That's the only reason why. Would you wear a GEZ Puma sneaker if it's fire? No. Not even if it was, if it was like the next Yeezy. No, because if everybody was like, Jake, what do you mean you don't have the G Easy Puma collab? Hakeem's over here in a clown mask right now. Jake, what do you mean you don't have the yeah the the no, Puma? I would definitely G-Eazy not. Collab. I, Brian I don't would su- wear. Him. I don't support anything G Easy. Shout out to Brian. He'd definitely wear a G Easy Puma collab. Yeah. No, I don't don't support G Easy. Period. Did you like his um? No, I, I've like not liked anything. Album? I, I've not liked anything Jeezy. I feel done. like at one point Jeezy was like the Post Malone, nope. where he had some. Uh, he had he had hit big. <laughs> hang on, he had big hit singles, and like white America was really gravitating towards him, and now nobody gives a shit. 
I don't know. You He's know? nowhere near Post Very Malone. Strange. Very nowhere strange. Nowhere near Post Malone level. Yeah, yeah, but he was like he was on that route. I'm saying. And then he kind of got derailed. Another one that's kind of had some derailments in his career while they released his Love and Loyalty <laughs> single. That was a good segue. And it's true. Don't buck me on that. The the uh, the cover art's kind of interesting because it was a uh, spoof on the Banksy painting that got shredded at the auction. Kind of cool. I didn't listen to the singles, did you? No. All right. Maybe we'll talk about them next well, episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait on that. All right. We should get to the hot news right now. Yes. Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner have apparently put their romance on hold since, hey, guys, here's your latest tea from Hakeem. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> apparently Travis Scott and Kylie put their romance on hold since August 27th, according to TMZ. And then Kylie was caught dropping off some friends at a studio that Tyga was at. Yeah, and, and he put on his story uh, the blue cap. Right, right. Yeah. He was just capping. So yeah. she was not there. Stop Kylie capping. Was, Kylie was not there to see him. But I think the Kardashians just like having their name in the news. Yeah. So she probably just let the story run. She didn't give a fuck. She didn't correct it. No, not really. She didn't, right? Because no. the Kardashians know that, that talking about the, them matters more than whether it's good or bad, baby. Mm-hmm. All press is good press. <laughs> well, that's how the... They kind of had that outlook from the beginning. Yeah, they definitely have. So they, don't, they haven't changed. They definitely have. Kanye did... Um, yeah, there's weird weird shit going on. Kanye may or may Kanye not have too. a cult uh, going on right now. We're very excited about that. Jake is actually his newest member. Jake, tell us tell us about uh, the cult. What's it like? To be honest with you, this is kind of a weird that you mentioned this. Yeah, there was a kid I used to work with at Moe's, Joel. Mm-hmm. Me and some other guys at Moe's would joke about like a church of Kanye, and like <laughs> instead of like using God like. Like God damn it, we would say easy damn it. Like we just like had like a meme like with like amongst each other that we worshipped Kanye in the Church of Kanye. Well, look now you actually have a place to go, so I'm very excited yes, for you. It's both. called Sunday service. <clears throat> Sunday service, but Church of Kanye was too overt. Did you hear that? Have he, I said too much? He expressed right away. <laughs> he expressed regret for um for using the the phrase Jesus. Like, he regretted doing that because he's a born-again Christian. Right. So, and he's been open about being a born-again Christian. I don't know, maybe he's yeah, just... Yeah, that, you, you... See, I'm so glad you said that because everybody's acting like, why is Kanye making gospel music now? I no, said, there's, there's you interviews... You the guy who made Jesus Walks? Yeah, there's videos years ago of him wearing a What Would Jesus Do band. Now, I'm not saying that is... No, like no, no, no. That was proof. a fucking trend. Let's be clear. That was kind of like a trend. That was before WWJD. then. WWJD. That's what, that's what they used to say at my school. Hakeem... Whenever I'd do something listen, fucked listen, up, listen. which was all the time. Hey, WWJD. I went to a very Christian school, too. I you don't did. want to shout them out. More Christian the biggest than mine. One. The big, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just say the, the, bi- the biggest. The biggest one. The biggest one. The biggest one. Yeah. Um, I went there, <clears throat> and that whole, like, the little bracelet thing was... But I didn't see people that lived outside of that bubble. And you, you going from a Christian school know what I mean from yeah. the bubble. Yeah, yeah, People outside the bubble didn't wear those, I don't. I feel. But it, the, in my but experience. the thing is, like, our state is a bubble for Christianity. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, how many people... Or right. was. I don't think it is as much now. For every 10 people I see on the street, I think seven of them are Christians. If you saw 10 people in a crowd, you'd be fair in assuming seven of them were Christian. Probably. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's it, we're in the Bible Belt, bro. It's still yeah, called the Bible Belt. Yeah. Don't you forget it. Yeah. 
Anyways, Lil Nas Kanye X. is Kanye. Well, Kanye is starting to. He doesn't want to make secular music anymore. He was praying during his album release party. There's a documentary releasing that apparently might delay the album even further. Shocker. So, so yeah, we're never gonna get the album. Uh, but people have said that it, it was very good. Young Thug, t- Young Thug tweeted Kanye <clears throat> you, and asked if his verse. Did you have my lyric about Satan on there? Yeah, that's awesome. I hope that it still is on there. I think it was. Wasn't, oh. wasn't uh, Young Thug featured? At the beginning, the but at the beginning, but there's been rumors <clears throat> that he's been cutting things off of the album since the. Um, not I, tr- I trust Kanye. Anymore. If it if it's good, it's still in there. If it wasn't good, then it's not in there. I don't know. I trust him. This all could just this. Listen, there's always some crazy Kanye storyline around every album. Yeah, it's so, it's part. Oh, it's almost part of the release at this point. Like yeah. if an album just came out regularly, it wouldn't be a Kanye release. Yeah. You know? No, it's all everything. Everything is calculated. Let's it is. Be, let's it be really honest. Is. You're you're 100 right. Let's 100%. talk about Lil Nas X, another career who is everything's calculated meticulously. Yeah. Every every step in Lil Nas X's career. One hit wonder. Uh, let's, yeah, let's it appears that way. It. Lil Nas X opens up about his sexuality. I used to pray it was a phase. Now, if so, this is the Gail King interview, yes. correct? Yeah. Okay, I saw this is how shitty new media is. We all know it, but Snapchat had some sh- thing that said Lil Nas prayed praise the gay away. Like that was the like <laughs> promoting what I promoting that narrative. Did you see what I posted about the the little girl who at first? When this girl said that she was um, cutting her oh, dreads yeah, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And they go like, black girl and, uh, gets her dreads cut off by three white boys. Turns out the story wasn't true. Yeah. And the correction was, girl admits boys didn't cut her hair. There was no mention of their race, nothing. But when yeah. it was for their benefit, it, they mentioned yeah, the race. Regardless of, regardless of, yeah, it's all well, yeah, regardless of however you look at anything, there's always like the counter media that you're like, yeah. How, you know that that's false. Right, right, and that's just that was shitty the way so, it did. So it wasn't really like that. He no, he really was he it. was saying like as a kid he tried. He was to, afraid of. Yeah, like, I mean you're you're afraid of being different. It's not like he's afraid of being gay, but it's like as a kid I'm sure it was it was I'm different than everybody else. I don't want people to make fun of me. I don't want people to you know treat me different. Yeah, so. I mean now I think people are a lot more accepting. Of like course. when we were in school, there, there were kids who were raised by yeah, gay. Well, even when we were now. in school, there were a large number of people that. Kind of segregated the the few gay people that we did have here. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. And I now I don't think it would be like for that. Being, I was segregated for being Arabic, so I was with them. So I don't really know. I was always like, oh well, I've always liked gay people. And I'm yeah. thinking like, well, nobody really liked me, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe as a kid, he kind of felt that pressure, and now he's seeing people are more accepting. Yeah, of course. And it, again, it does have to do with gender roles too. Like he doesn't, you know. You don't feel like you're one of the guys anymore, maybe. Yeah. So, shout out to Lil Nas X. Oh, he needs to just take the bag and not fumble it. So, yeah. Oh, segue again. Speaking <laughs> of getting the bag and fumbling it, 50 Cent in the news this week. <laughs> he explains how social media is breeding a one-hit wonder culture. Look at him. and He looks so confused in that picture. He, 50 Cent took a bullet to the face. So, you know. I mean, of course he's a little confused at all times. Hip-hop's youth is connected, he says. They have a low attention span. You'll have to see way more artists come and have one hit and disappear now because of how we're consuming music. Uh, They met the audience before they met the record companies and because they're not getting bumped around as much as we was getting bumped around before you got your shot. 
He's just saying, I, I, I agree. In submission, he's saying that artists nowadays, they're kind of just, it's about the moment. They capitalize yeah. on, a, on a moment, kind of like Lil Nas X, and then they don't really care about breeding a career out of that. They care about capitalizing on the moment. Right. And that yeah, doesn't I get have a lot it. to do with like TikTok, especially. You know, I feel like songs nowadays, if they're hot, they're on TikTok. And I think, like he said, it's the attention span. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, people like rappers like Nas are they're incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. But the youth doesn't. They don't. They don't have the time or way to recognize that because they're so like just titillated by these one hit wonders it's like fi- constant, 50's talking about it's just constant information being bombarded at you so you really yeah. can't you really can't focus on everything for that long and that actually comes to the benefit of certain companies like Atlantic who sign all these people that really don't have any business having deals yeah you know I don't like know. the I... Fortnite kid you remember that kid the flossing kid oh I the backpack flossing. kid yeah the backpack kid I be flossing have you seen this genius interview? Yeah, it's the little white kid. Yeah, and yeah, I, he's I've wearing seen like eight layers of, of. He's wearing like eight layers of jackets and just going to be flossing. It's it, acapella. Genius mm. used to be where you go and explain your lyrics. You don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, that's that's about like the. Is, is it as bad as the Matt Ox one? Have you seen Matt Ox on <laughs> Genius? No, it's no, bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's probably about the same. Yeah. All right. I have respect for both of them. About the same. Maddox a little See me more. See in the trenches, yeah, you know I'm flexing. <laughs> Maddox gets a little more credit because he was on X's last album that he ever. Okay, he gets a little more credit, album. but I still questioned it in the, at the time. I mean, I did too, but oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I did too, but you know, he still gets a little street cred for it, dude. Yeah, that's it for news, really. Yep, that's it. Travis has a song dropping tomorrow. Highest in the room. I'm very, I'm very excited for it. Now, if it's anything like Kanye, we're not going to hear it. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what you what you know this week? You got a fact? Yeah. So apparently, snakes are able to sense a hurricane from up to se- or earthquake from up to seventy five miles away. That's up. That's like five days before it happens. That's crazy. That's dope. Yeah. I need to get a pet snake. Did you know that Chuck Norris uses ribbed condoms inside out for his pleasure? If you bring up another fucking Chuck Norris fact, like it's two thousand and nine, and I'm in middle school, I'm gonna I'm quit still the living podcast. There. I'm still living there. I'm gonna quit the fucking podcast. Bro, Walker Texas Ranger is the hardest TV show to ever air. That's not true. Okay, that's not that's true. That's definitely not. It's true. it's up there though. No. Yes, Walker no. Texas Ranger is a legend. Everybody loves Raymond. Is the hardest. Everybody loves Raymond. Is hard, dude. That show is so hard. People don't even know. Yeah. Go do let's, your Googles, children. Let's talk about JPEG Mafia. Let's do it. Uh, all my heroes are cornballs. So, Jake, uh, before we jump into the album, I just wanted to give some a few facts about the artist. Yes, because I had to look them up. Yeah, so apparently JPEG Mafia uh, served in the Army when he was 18 years old. Um, shout out. Shout out. Thank you for your service. Um, he's from Baltimore, Maryland. Currently lives in L.A. And um, his third su- uh, solo project was last year's Project Veteran. That really blew Makes him up. Makes sense. And it was in my 2018 list. So, shout out to JPEG. First impressions. Oh, boy, dude. I don't, I don't even know what to tell you because I thoroughly enjoyed Veteran. I would say, look at this. I would say Veteran, um, what I liked about it was it was very aggressive. Some of the flows he was using reminded me of like Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. On this project, uh, the synths that he was using, the beats were very much like 
something that you would hear like on the internet in 2015. You know, just something you'd find like vaporwave music. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, that was the thing I think that was the hardest for me to get into is that it was so abstract. Right. Like I like abstract rap music. Yeah. Like he talks about being a fan of Doom. He says he's like mixed. Like he was talking. I don't remember the rappers. He was he talking about out. the game. He was. He was. He mentions. Um. He mentions. Like two games on it. He mentions Doom and another one. Yeah, and I knew you mentioned. I could, I could Doom. I picked up and remembered. Yeah, and I get that. I think it's just too much. Like to, it's a lot for you. It's a lot to get. In it. And I kind of thought of the Death Grips when yes. I listened to them because Dude. that's that's somebody that I give props to, mm-hmm. but I just can't get down. This the album N Words on the Moon. Yes, there's a there's an album. It was the second part of Jenny Death. That's that's like the last album that I really fucked with from them. But N-Words on the Moon is one of my favorites. They sample Bjork, Bjork's mm-hmm. vocals, and they're looped in a very weird weird way. Go listen to the song Black Quarterback. And if you listen to that song, it reminds me of some of what JPEG does on this album a lot. Especially with it's just very eerie towards the end when he's just when he's just doing those loops of just like the woman like moaning or something like that, you know? Just like, I don't remember that one. You know, I mean, oh, that, just, I think that was the one with the female feature. Yeah, yeah. So they just, he just, the way he uses samples is very strange. It's, uh, it's really all over the place. And then there's that constant question that he asks in different songs. You think you know me? You notice he he either ends the song with that, or begins with it, or begins and ends with it, asking this question. You think you know me? And then he changes up his either the sound of the track or the way he's, um, his flow. And I really liked that. So it was constantly keeping you on your toes. Yeah. See me, it just kind of distracted me <laughs> because I was like, I guess I'll start to ride with something and then it changes. And I was like, yeah, like, I was really feeling that. And then it, it switches. So, so it I, felt like stuff was like unfinished maybe. Well, I wouldn't really say unfinished the, some of the like beginnings and like his bridges, you know, and he was like, he uses the word fuck a lot. Right. He's like, and just kind of that really like lo-fi vibe when Industrial they real sound. I just, it just wasn't for me. Okay. And I think that kind of distracted me because it was a lot that I liked about this album. Yeah. Like just the way I kind of I see Death Grips is kind of like this. Right. For me, it's too. It's too. I I think the thing about this album is it's it's very challenging album because every time you listen to it, like you said, there are certain elements that are really easy to to grasp. Like on um, like grimy waifu. Like if you play yeah. that song, it's v- it's very easy to like that track. First that of all, was he's one, that's one of my favorites. Right, and and it's designed to be that way. It's it's very it's very melodic. His singing is really good. His his singing is serviceable. And that was the one. And it has like a good hook. And it's kind of fucking funny that he's talking about his he's calling his gun his waifu yeah. the whole time, which is hilarious. It was. That one kind of impressed me. Did you hear the, like the beat kind of cut out and started again? Right. Like I thought that was used tastefully, but there was one track where it was like, he produces. Way too heavy. He produces like almost all his tracks too. I don't. I, I was gonna say, does he like throw shit down the stairs <laughs> to get like the sounds and yeah. stuff? I don't know. The sampling on the album is really crazy too. It is the the way it, certain clips are just taken of like people talking to to end a end a track it's it's really unsettling and all over the place i know you're a little more tuned into him yeah um, does he have a pretty big fan base yeah yeah i mean he i mean he talked about being veteran, booked for coachella veteran so that, was really the biggest look and then after veteran everything kind of like fell in line and then i heard a lot more hype behind this album okay 
So, yeah, I just, I had not really heard of him outside of you sending me stuff. Right. And then, then he has the line, like, I got booked for Coachella. Yeah, with Jaden Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody can get on Coachella. That was a, that was a huge flex. The, the line is, I got booked for Coachella's Coachella enemies can't say the same. Right. <laughs> Biting off crackers and wonder why you're anorexic. That's a line on the track on PTSD. Um, I really like that because we are seeing like the rock influence. Yeah, there was a lot of like hip-hop. elements I thought were kind of similar to Scarlord a little bit, like w- way more toned down. I think he's criticizing though, like the emo rappers. You know what I mean? Like the rappers who are just kind of trying to borrow from white, like white pop culture, like the the rap rock sort of tracks. Yeah. I think he's criticizing that and saying like, come up with your own shit. And okay. that's what I really like about about his his album and his energy as an artist to me is like he emphasizes his his importance on being original. And that really meant a lot to me because I don't feel like there's a lot of artists that are original nowadays because no, being everything original, sounds the same. Well, being original is very risky. You're not really gonna like he's not gonna blow up in the same way that somebody like a Drake would, you know, or even somebody on a smaller scale like a Juice World. Yeah. You know. Who Juice World's a lot easier I don't to know, listen Juice to. Juice World's chasing that. Ju- Juice World may be the next Drake. Juice World is on the is on another kind of hustle. Yeah. But I I, I really appreciated JPEG's emphasis on on originality. He questions a he does make a lot of political commentary on the album. You know, um, you know, criticizing the right and the media associated with it as well. Uh, another thing I would say, like, I think this album does kind of tackle themes of identity and your identity online matter m- mattering more than almost your real life identity. No, right now, Post absolutely. verified lifestyle. Yeah. Like the name of that track, thinking about how his life has changed since he's become verified on, be it Instagram, be it Twitter. I think that it was discussing that. And um, that was really interesting to me. So he tackles identity identity throughout the album as well yeah in the the track ptsd i probably would have looked at a little different knowing that he was like if i would have known he was a veteran it would have been it probably would have meant more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what uh what were some some of your favorite tracks um we'll we'll start at the top so i started out liking it like the first two tracks were i don't want to say mild but you were definitely you were definitely getting eased into the album i think Mm -hmm. Um, but Jesus Forgive Me, I'm a Thought. I like that one. Um, Grimy Waifu, the fifth track, I did like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I liked is that he could embrace like a very laid beat or low-key laid-back beat mm-hmm. and kind of do that Scar-Lord loud sound over it and make it sound good. Right. Um, so I like that one a lot. PTSD will probably have more meaning after no- now that I know he's a veteran. Right. Um, BBW, I liked everything about that track. Like that, that is the top track for me. Okay, I I like that one too. I gave it a nine. Um, he repurposes the term to say that he's a uh, he's he's Black Brian Wilson, which is a member of the Beach Boys. That's what BBW stands for. Okay, Black Brian Wilson. So kind of living that like rock star lifestyle. Gotcha. But in an obscure rock star lifestyle, might don't, don't make, make it. wasted. <laughs> Shout out Gucci. <laughs> um. I agree with you. BBW is a great track. Um, I liked the Dots freestyle. Okay. Because that was very like that was kind of more straightforward rap. It was more of a right. I don't want to say traditional because he is very different. But a that's lot. one of the more traditional tracks. That that beat reminded me of something that I would hear on an anime. 
like Samurai Champloo, if you I don't know if you've seen that. I don't I'm think not. you have. There a lot of the beats on here remind me of something that I would hear in like an anime, a video game. There was even like some Zelda almost like I think it was Zelda. Oh, where'd it go? The one thing what did you did you like the go ahead. Rap rap grow old and die and uh no child left behind. Uh sounds like he's sampling Zelda in the background towards the last like ten seconds. Along with all the um, video game references. I just appreciated that. Did you like the like tight beat skits that were in there where he just like played a beat? Yeah, yeah, I really did. I, I didn't really production. get it. I don't. I don't but think see, there's was... a lot. I don't think this this album is something that you can get. Yeah, it's very it's very all over the place. It's really open to interpretation. The tracks are are sort of half baked at points, which I would say is a critique. Like you said, like as you're about to get into them, they kind of finish. Yeah. But what I really loved about it was. Uh, the social commentary on the album was really important. The the beats are... I think the production on this album is stellar. Like, there was nothing that I hated. No, I mean, I I think he's very talented as a yeah. rapper and a producer. I right. just don't like... And this is going to sound bad, but... And it's it's true. Look at the industry. I don't like his rapping on his production. That's so weird. I love his voice. I mean, he has a very good voice. I mean, there's a lot of tracks. There's, I mean, the ones I mentioned... Mm-hmm. I thought that they blended really well together. Yeah. But when I was loving his vocals, mm-hmm. all I could think of was how much I didn't like the the, the production. Well, I think it's also, like you said, you don't really listen to like this style of music either. Yeah. It's very industrial. And that may be why. Yeah, because I thought, I thought the production on here was, was honestly some of the best, the, the best part. Um, do you want to give your final thoughts? I mean, really, I have all good things to say. In my yeah. highlights... He's a great rapper. Mm-hmm. The beats got too abstract to me. And I already talked about kind of not, I mean, very, I mean, I, I honestly, I hate the mumbling little bridges mm-hmm. of just like non, it, nonsense in the background. Okay. It's just not for me. Okay. I think that he has the potential to be extremely popular because an artist that's very similar to him, at least in sound, the way Billie Eilish is blowing up right now, people are liking that very abstract sound. I don't think they sound even remotely alike. <laughs> Billie Eilish? Yeah. She has Not a lot vocals. of industrial, just, it's very lo-fi. Hers is, hers is, honestly, her shit is like two, is like Yeezus production. Especially on that album. Um, I understand how, how where do we like, fall very different it is. When I heard it, I was like, this is blowing up? Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. And it's just, I don't, it, I don't know, it's an alternative. I think if you go back to Veteran and listen to that one. I've that listened to a lot the, of singles that yeah, you've sent, uh, the, uh, Mikkel sent me. Right. And the singles are more, I would say, just rap. Yeah. I, I would say this album is really like an amalgamation of a lot of ideas, and he's just putting them all together. I got you, because I, I, I really went into it thinking like, okay, this, this is going to be like the singles. Right, right, no. And, and that's the thing, like, it, Veteran is a lot more, it's just as abstract, it's kind of hard to understand, but it's easy in that it's just like straightforward and abrasive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's really just punchy. This album, I would say, like, there's some very sweet moments on it where he's just singing, like, Grimy Waifu. Again, there's social commentary on here. There's um, just just getting trapped in, like, a technical maze. I, I mentioned that. Um, he talks about that. Praying that you get comfortable in your disguise. Again, identity, alternative identities online. That is incredible to me that he's talking about that. Um, I really just didn't 
feel any weak points on the album other than a few songs that I that I would um that I didn't rate like too highly. Uh my least favorite track was uh let me see here. Prone I, I wasn't like too crazy about it. And um that was really the only one. It got a six out of ten, but that was the lowest. Okay. I got. And that's where he's talking about uh turning Stephen Bannon into Stephen, yeah, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Yeah. So yeah. again. Very uh, just hype and angry and very punk. But it, this is very a versatile album. He's doing all sorts of flows, and um, I really loved it. It almost reminds me of Earl Sweatshirt's last album. Yeah, I can see that. You know, what I, I mean? didn't really rock with that one like right. I did with the rest. And of the it's music. very, it's very obtuse and it's weird. Not in the same ways, but in that the the fan base could potentially the I think the diehard fans like it a lot, and maybe the People from the outside are like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? But overall, to me, uh, this is going on my year-end list. Okay. Uh, I'd give it a 9.5 out of 10. Okay. Near, damn. damn near perfect for me. Yeah. I gave it a 5. Because it's just not for me. <laughs> it's okay. I, I don't want to trash it because there's a lot yeah. that I like. But there's just enough of what just... I don't know. And it may be it's something that I have to, listen to, to continue to, to listen to. Right. And it's not something you... It's not something most people would put on for, like, pleasure listening. I do think I added one to my my list. Yeah. Let's go through and see. Uh, no, but like I said, I I don't have anything bad to say. Mm-hmm. Like none of it was just terrible. Right. I just when I like I said when I was really liking what he what he was saying with his vocals. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. There was enough about the production that was distracting me, and I was just thinking like, damn, I hate this, and I, my focus was taken away from what I was liking. Mm-hmm. I I really. Uh... I like I said I love the production. I I love that JPEG Mafia is getting big big looks from other artists, uh, particularly Danny Brown. Yes, he's doing a lot of production for him. So I'm really excited to see what what uh, what's in store for JPEG. And this is a phenomenal phenomenal project. I would recommend it. Jake like like he said, it's not something he listens to, but he appreciates yeah, it. I added I added uh, Grimy Waifu and yeah. BBW. Dope dope. All right, when we come back, we're going to do our sneaker news. Oh, my and, bad, uh, y'all. It's <laughs> new equipment. We're still learning. We're still learning. It's yeah. very it's very strange to have, like, the mic right in your face now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, I yeah. keep, like, ducking it like I'm about yeah, to Yeah, like, oh, I don't know what the fuck Yeah, I've been, I've been yeah. training. <laughs> me and me and my twin brother, Alistair. Yeah, Ubering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when so we, we get, get back. back. All right, back. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Before we jump back into this episode, I just wanted to let you all know to give us a subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, a follow on Spotify, and give us a rating as well. Follow us at HLHPO on Instagram, and uh, send us a DM if you guys want us to review something in particular. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's jump back in. This that new ski joint? (laughs) She's sucking on my dick like Skittles. Nope. It's Kevin, yeah, it's Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates, Spoiler baby. alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. That's what I like. That's what I like. That's what I like. We're going to get to it. God damn. That was a hard-ass track. Kevin Gates needs a shoe. Kevin Gates, you know what it would be, too? It would be a, a Timberland. A black Air Force One? Ooh, yes. Pure criminality. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no. that's not a diss. An Air Did Force you see, One or a Tim would be hard as fuck for Icy Tim Souls. Now, they kind of crossed the line. Do you? I don't know if you follow them on any social media. This Did you see is a, this is did shoes. You see the SpongeBob Timberlands? 
No, bro. We're jumping in the sneaker nose. Yes. Did you see the SpongeBob fucking Timberlands? Pull those up while I tell you about Icy okay. Souls. All right, go ahead. So they tweet a sale about a, a black leather Air Force One. It was like supposed to be like the prem leather, so like the premium leather. Uh-huh. And they said, hit a lick in style. <laughs> that was literally the ad. I think it's kind of a, it's also my a bad. social media meme. Oh know? my God, it was hilarious. It's just like a meme. It's just a meme. It ain't racist. Hashtag no racist. Yeah. These, I'm showing Jake the SpongeBob Timberlands. That color is kind of fire, though. Okay. I, I couldn't okay. pull it off. Okay, well, here's the problem. Okay, well, here's the problem. They're hideous. Well, here's the problem. Look at these. Like, would you wear that? No. No, but... But the, I want You know it. what I thought? Like, a collection piece. Yeah. It would, look, it would be, like, a really cool, like, collection piece, for sure. Yeah, the I mean... The black I, ones weren't that bad. They have plankton on them. I just... I, I don't think I could ever wear Tim's and not be on a job site. I think that's the only, only application and setting where I could wear Tim's. See, look at the these are the black ones. It's very weird. Can you imagine being like? Can you imagine like being like a thug and then you have on SpongeBob Tim's? Do you get more or less street cred? Um, I couldn't tell you. I think you get less. All right, let's jump into some other sneaker releases this uh, coming out in October. Just in time for Halloween for all you emo kids out there, for all you Juice World listeners like myself. Uh, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas Vans collection. Did you see these, Jake? I did. What do you think, dude? A little too much for me. I don't wear a lot of purple. I like. I like. I love Nightmare. Oh, look at the green ones. The green though. ones. Are, the green ones. The green ones. You got two shout outs, sir. You know who you are, motherfucker. Yeah. The green ones. Um, I like the green ones. So they have the uh, the scene is the kids who help the boogeyman out to right. help him. So they're cool, but they're a little cool. like too flashy for me. I just feel like they're a little okay, too much. Okay, so like, the those, insides, those cool, if, if the inners were the outers, so if the, it was red, yeah. those are flames. I like them. I like these. But I, I can't see myself wearing them. Yeah. The white and black mm. ones aren't bad. Any white and black van is fire. Yeah, yeah. I would wear these. Yeah, because that's still kind of subtle. It depicts like all the characters pretty much in Nightmare Before Christmas in a really cool way. Boogeyman's on the on the very front of the shoe. Can you rock that all year? Yeah, I think you could. That's a fall. I feel like that's a fall and winter. Because like really, everybody forgets about that movie till Halloween comes around. And oh then my Christmas. god, these are kind of spicy. Are that you could wear like with a tux, and yo, that would be. These are spicy. So the ones he's talking about, they're the what? slip-ons with the bat across the top. That's nasty. I'm gonna get that and wear them to your sister's wedding. Do it. That'd be dope. Bro, those are fire. Those, those like, are if, if I dope. were If I were one that w- would wear a tux, which is very rare, um, that, that would be hot. That's hot. Okay, God. <laughs> Shout out Paris Hilton. Shout out Bro, to she's you. so broke, she'll probably sue us for that. What are you talking about? She's Recant. not broke. She's not broke. She's a Hilton, dog. No. You ever heard of the Hilton Motel? Or hotels? <laughs> they, they downgraded the motels. Do you remember the days when Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's assistant? I know. And then she Best sucked friend. a dick, and then now she's famous. Whoa, 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 whoa. All it takes is one dick, and I can change your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Well. Uh, in his scenario. I hit it first. Yeah. What else we got for news? Speak or shoe news. Shoe news. The, the vans, I, I like those, but they're a little too. Yeah. I, I don't think I could wear those all year. I I I like the and the I'd have slip ons. I'd have to be in a mood to wear them because I don't wear those slip on. You Star know Wars I am, ones dude. I'm very uniform in anything black and white. I'm I'm in. Yeah. You know. Shout out to the geese. Oh, these are the Jordan 34s. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, hot trash. 
Yeah, that's a skill. You know what, though? I think it's just a basketball shoe. It's exciting that Jordan's putting out another model, which is it's just... Well, I hope that thing's like carbon fiber if that's like going to be the yeah. Zion shoe because he'll rip the fuck through it like he did already. Yeah, I think they should actually add like titanium around the yeah. entire shoe if Zion's going to wear it. He, bro, have you seen him? He looks like Iron Man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's scary. And he's only like in his... Oh, he's, he's not... Don't say, don't say scary. That can be misinterpreted. <laughs> not, not... After you, we've already said hashtag no racism. <laughs> I'm SJW today. I don't mean today. it like that. I mean the fact that like anybody who's like 6'8", no, 240 is. pounds is scary. He is. Bro, it, like, yeah. I'm a big Panthers fan, so I know how big Cam Newton is. There was a picture of him and LeBron shaking hands at a Hornets game. They're the same size. Yeah. So basketball fans are like, oh, LeBron's huge. You should have known that. But like, no, bro. When you see them side by side, you're like, Jesus, they are man. Yeah, like those are different men. The fact that yeah. we're in the same gene pool, like, I'm like distance away you know i'm not even anywhere close to that you know i'll never look like that like a greek god i'll never look like that anyways back to shoe nose (laughs) push a t jobs that's that's low-key and ozzy don't know how to pronounce it and oswego Oswego, um which i'm really excited you know where are those dropping uh let's see they uh Following a surprise single drop featuring Lauren Hill. I have not listened to that track it's yet. It's good. It's good? Mm-hmm. You're fucking with it? What's it called? Do you know? Um, I'll have to go back. It came out a little while ago, but yeah. he, he released it. Like, this was supposed to come out at the same time, but this right. is when all the good music leaks <clears throat> were happening. So mm-hmm. he put the song out because there was a leak. He put that one out and one other one. Give me just I a second. Think this, I guess this came out with the... I might be late on this one, guys. I'm sorry. But I guess it came out with the single. So maybe we missed it. I don't know. I know the single came out before the original release was supposed to happen because it got leaked. Let me see. If, I'm just yeah, throwing there was, things here. Well, there may be a new one. Because the, the one I was talking about came out August 21st. It was called Coming Home. It's already out. So right now on StockX, boys and girls, we can get it for not that much. Two, like 250 That's the, the white one, though. That's been out. Oh, okay, okay. So there's another one coming. Okay, I got you. I kind of like the white one. The white one's too plain. Like, Sheesh. I like, I like you, you lose the silhouette with white. Mm. I, I like white. I like, I like white and black sneakers. I'm very boring. I'm very traditional with it. Yeah, I do agree, though. The ones that are going to be dropping look way better. I like this, like, sand color. It's very mm-hmm. Yeezy-esque. It is. Bit. It is a little distressed. It looks like almost like a Hirachi up here. A little bit. A little bit. It looks kind of like a Hirachi. like a Hirachi And like a, a Yeezy 500 and it's just a 90s. It's just a 90s runner shoe, yeah. so it makes sense. Shout out to Pusha T, though. Can't wait for the album. Doing big things. Very big things. Um, last thing here. Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith and Just Water. Okay, these are horrible. <laughs> these look like 40-year-old white women wear these to Pilates. Like, imagine a it's, set of... Uh, not so good looking yoga good. pant legs attached to that. They're all birds. Apparently, these are. This is like a big brand of shoe. With three thirty three hundred likes, bro. Tree runner. <laughs> I don't know what this brand is, but I'm sure that's not good. This is just water's page. Just water. You know the the box yeah, water. Yeah, the box water. Yeah. So they did a limited edition tree runner and tree true tree, tree topper. topper shoe. Oh, that's very clever because it's a high top yeah. tree topper. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. Look, it's kind of cool. I support Jaden. I think he's doing big things. Do you think this kind of shows, though? I mean, I don't think, I think they just slapped Jaden Smith's name on it. 
Can I say that? Yeah, because... Because I don't think he had... I've seen his designs for his Sire merch. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, a lot of his clothing is good. So I don't think he... I think he's doing this because it's a good cause, and, and he's a he does care about the environment. Yeah. So, shout out to Jaden. Yeah, I don't even think that'll do it for the hype beasts. No, no. But no. I, you know what? I might fuck around and get a pair. You know what I mean? Because I like to wear shit that people well, don't if, like. Well, if you're going to pick up a lot of ladies at Curves... <laughs> For those of you that don't know, it's kind of local. Curves is it? No, it's not. It's a ladies. Is that worldwide? It's world. It's Prestige. Mr. Worldwide. Worldwide. It's as worldwide as a pit bull. Okay. All right. That's it for sneaker news. All right. Very cool. So what you rocking tonight? Yeezy Seven Hundred, baby. That's all that matters. The rest of the shit is not name brand. All right. Mine's not really either. Uh, like I said, black and white vans are always fire. Always on. Got on the checkered vans. Distressed denim, the XT. He's got a gold chain on. It's not a gold chain. Because he respects his mother. It's, it's hey, not Jay. a gold chain. My grandma got me that chain. <laughs> Shout out to Friday. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a little rope. It's not a chain. It's not a chain. It's a rope. I bought with the line for that. I bought one chain in my lifetime, and it was a brick squad chain. I remember. Yeah. I remember. He got it for, for a clout. deal, by the way. That was cl- that was clout back this then. Was the f- this was the funniest thing. I understood thing, clout before other people understood clout. You really clout, did, because when you got to school... Your your status um, amongst <laughs> someone did, did your not status go up. went no, up a lot. No, bro, it went down. No, no, it went up. They were like, "Oh my God, is that a real chain?" And then they saw his neck was entirely green. Yeah, and they were like, "Nice Shrek makeup." And he goes, "Oh, it's my chain." <laughs> no, bro, for real, you got it straight from the straight out of the mall shit. Straight out of the mall. Yeah, straight out of the mall. And I really was so ashamed. I I traded it for a Jordan watch, dude. And the Jordan to Markila, shout out. Not dropping last names, but it was and it was ticking still, huh? Yeah, it was still, still ticking. ticking. No, still. not anymore. It got stolen out of a car. This episode just keeps unraveling, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, for real, it get stolen out of a car. Yeah. Oh man, that was sad. That was when the Datsun got broken into. No, that was when the Mustang got broken oh, into. That's even, even before have. then. Damn. Yeah. Um, Way yeah, back. So, so yeah, I don't buy chains. I like little like Cuban links. Yeah. I, I wear what my. I wear what's acceptable, I think. You you look like an Italian man. You just need a wife beater on right now. Yeah. It's cool. It, it, well, it's very people would know I'm not you. Italian. I have no hair on my chest. They'd yeah. be like, ah, You're fuck. a mole rat. <laughs> what is it? The Simpsons? Phony. <laughs> Phony. Yeah. Very no, cool. they would definitely know. Let's talk about Kevin. You're yeah, let's, let's do it. You're little baby. Yeah. What, what, what did you think? <laughs> it started off so strong. Yeah. The RBS intro was hard. And then Icebox, which I think we... I didn't think... Our... Well, hang on. Come First on. First of all, here's the problem I had with the intro. You can't you can't say like... Uh, you can't say like... Muslim phrases. <laughs> and then be talking about violence. And using like religious greetings in the hook. It was very disrespectful. <laughs> if you don't know much about how Muslim people are. Uh, Habib freaked out on Conor McGregor for saying something like that. Yeah. A guy was congratulating him on whiskey using a Muslim phrase, and Habib said, don't do that shit. So that was kind of stupid. Um, it was kind of just typical street talk. Um, the bass was good. Like, the beat was good. I thought it was an effective intro. I, it could have been better. I think Icebox no, is Icebox hard is, enough. Icebox is pretty damn hard. I think Icebox would have been a much harder intro. Oh, it definitely was. This is crazy. 
Yeah, but then the album would have started at the peak, I think. This would have been like... <laughs> yeah. That ride. Talks about, talks about his heart being replaced with, a, with an icebox. It's, it's, you know, it's a cliche in the ghetto rap and gangster rap. I mean, excuse me. But gangster rap, so... But I liked it. It was yeah. executed really well. The, the hook is good. It could be it could be a hit. Do you think he'll ever recapture? I got two phones off of the plug. No, but what I like, what really, I think, really? I think the more important question is like, he already answered the more important question was, which is, can you sustain a career yeah, after having has. a song that big? And he has. Yeah. And um, there are the other artists like um, My Hitta, you know, by Rich Homie Kwan. Yeah. Rich Homie Kwan did have like three or four other hits, but yeah, well he, he remember he was on big things with big other yeah, yeah. artists too. I mean, he did, was doing stuff with Thug back then. Um, he, what I'm saying is though he hasn't been able to create a career yeah. from that. What I like about Kevin Gates is he's built a very strong foundation, really from the interviews that he did from that time period where I should we we had watched um, Over Under, Over Under from Pitchfork, and. He was saying all this crazy stuff about how he lets his dog like lick his mouth to clean his to clean his diamonds. He talked about how he he was the first one to talk about eating ass and like everybody went crazy. He's like, I eat my girl booty. He's like, I always make sure Janae, I eat my girl booty. You know, Janae what I mean? did that. Janaeiko did it. Groceries, like, bro. Booty like groceries. But but what I mean is like he talked about it in a funny way that people were like gravitating to. Kevin Gates was so popular in social media. And that made him blow up. And then, unfortunately, he went to jail for 10 months for kicking a fan who was grabbing at his crotch. Yeah. During a concert. I've mi- I've had mixed feelings about that throughout he the past. He kicked her really fucking hard, dude. He did. And any girl reaching for my dick, I'm not going to kick her that hard. Well, this is, the, this is the problem I have. We've seen it with Travis. You are superstars. Do not be that close to fans. That the problem with that though, that was the venue. It was like a club venue. Yeah. That's how the stage is. You know? So I mean you could tell him like, well, don't play that venue, but then it's also like what? Tell him not to get money? Yeah. He should he should just have better security. Like the venue should provide better security for yeah. the artists. I mean they were it could have been avoided, I think. I don't think yeah. yeah. So I've had it mixed, was an overreaction. Yeah, I've he had mixed feelings it. throughout the years. Yeah. Um he did do he did do time for it, you know, and he came back out. Yeah, and I mean, he, and he this is kind of the problem I have. He seems, I mean, he is very intelligent. Yeah, and people I don't think give him credit for that. He's very smart. He marketed his personality really well. Yes, but sometimes you kind of lose that. I think throughout the album, mm-hmm. like I think he has the power to say like really inspirational things and powerful things. Yeah, it's and sometimes he doesn't. The, if that makes sense. The, I mean, the best example of that is Walls talking. Yes. Like, that song, it's, I mean, it's Kevin Gates probably at his best. Um, he's showing that soft side, the insecurities that he was going through with his family, talking about how his mother had him when he was young. Uh, felt like he was the black what, sheep Yeah, the black family. sheep every family greeting, or every yeah. family meeting, wasn't it? It sounded like it could have been almost in like a movie montage also, you know, like a yeah. guy who's like, I'm not shit, but then he like trains a little bit and then now all of a sudden he has like a six yeah. pack. And... You were like Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah. yeah, yes, yes, yeah, like something like that. But it also is, is really an example of how like maybe he's feeling like schizophrenic almost because he feels like his brain's, you know, the walls inside of his mind are talking to him. Yeah. Very interesting track. And it was executed really well and it was very personal. And then... You go into the complete opposite, which is Let It Go, 
Which so is you didn't like that? That is hot trash. This is so bad. Kevin Gates singing on here is so cringy. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see, hear him sing. The singing is really cringy. It sounds like I'm a bad bitch anthem. It sounds like Ty Dolla Sign did it. it sounds like Ty Dolla Sign could have could have done it better. And that's but, I, no, no, play that, play that. This is shit is hot trash. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't hear yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. But that I want to play. Ty Dolla Sign is. I want to play some. I want to play another track and see if you feel the same. Okay. About, well, like about who I'm going to say it sounds like, okay. or who could do this song better. Okay. Say it twice. You tell me Future or Travis would not kill this. Same beat, same lyrics. I said this. Was... <laughs> I'd rather. I'm this... not saying it's good. I'm comparing it to the song we were just talking about. Yeah. Another Ty Dolla Sign track. Future, future, future yes. or Travis? Future. Future, because they have like that deep voice kind of. I could hear future on that track. And this, is a, this is a big problem I have with Kevin Gates. He always kind of talks about being blackballed or kind of like pushed out of hip hop. Right. I, I don't see how he could not collaborate with other artists at this point. I mean, I get the appeal of not wanting to. Everybody wants to. I went platinum with no features so right. I can be talked about with J. Cole. Right. Yeah, it's kind of loose, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Well, the thing is, like, J. Cole, J. Cole is, brags about that the most, but, but not like, everybody can do that. Like the rapping on Let It Go? Yeah. If he would have had Ty Dolla Sign do that hook, we'd be talking about this in a whole different light, I think. Maybe, but also I just think Kevin Gates doing those pop tracks really sounds cheap. Like, some, you know who else sounded really cheap when they tried to do this? Uh, Schoolboy Q. He did the song yeah. Hands in the Air. That song That's a good is, comparison. It's hot trash to me. Yeah. But it was it was it was schoolboy trying to do a um or studio. Studio is an even better example. BJ Chicago kid. He does this like weird, creepy, sing songy flow about this girl that's trying to see him, but he's he's stuck in the studio. Yeah. Such a cheap, fucking stupid song on Oxymoron. Um, which other than that was a good album. Again, Kevin Gates. He's a lot more hit and miss than Schoolboy Q, and it, this yeah, album definitely. is nowhere near as good as Oxymoron. Um, but he could come up with a really decent 10-track album if he sat down, cut the bullshit, and wrote like a real introspective and like thoughtful album. Yeah. Like Again, like those tracks like Icebox and I think or, that, that, or Walls Talking. That goes back to my first criticism when we started talking about it is I think he has the power to say like very powerful things right. i mean he i don't want to say street kanye but you know what i mean like he has a very deep way of thinking and talking dmx yeah i always bring up dmx but the thing is like people don't really give him enough enough props for being introspective and then then you hear songs like say it twice and let it go and you're like damn dude right what are you doing yeah yeah i agree with you um so there there were some some other highlights on this album though but before we get to highlights, there's there is one more track on here that I I really did not like. Um, it was I re- I gave it like a three. I'll find it. Oh, oh bags. Oh yes, that's we do the, need to talk about one, this one. Okay, because Jake brought this up to me before we were even gonna re- we at first we were not gonna even review Kevin Gates, um, but bags is really it really triggered Jake. And yeah, I, and I want you to discuss. Yeah, this so one. let's let's play this. Yeah. 
So I'm running down the road, right? So I'm, I'm hearing this. I was like, we're in the car. We're talking. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, I've heard this before. Yeah. Because we were talking. I wasn't really listening. It was literally the first listen after the album came out. I'd heard the singles. So I run it back. And then it clicks. I was like, he did not sample X. Like, whoa. My mind did all. That was the song. Yeah. And I was... So then I, I run it back again. I was like, okay. The track before, he shouts out speaker knockers after kind of using the hook. So, okay, maybe he's going to say something yeah, about X. Yeah, he uses X. flow on that, yeah. on that song, yeah. Maybe he's going to acknowledge him in some way. Nope. Which he gives credit. Like, I looked through Genius. I'm sure X's estate got some of this money. Right. And he may be a fan of X. Like, he's a fan of Green Day, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like we saw on Under Over. Right. But it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Cause, and I may be wrong about this, but I've not seen any like affiliation with Kevin Gates and X before. No, but you know, Lil Wayne didn't have any affiliation with X either, and he put out a track with him, Don't Cry. Um, there's, I think people are just very inspired. X has become now like a figure. Yeah, but Lil he's, Wayne's from, well, he's not from, but he spends a lot of time in Florida. Like he, yeah. he is a... You know who lives in Florida? Yeah. Baby. Oh. Baby. That's what you need yeah. to hear. Oh. So I, I kind of, like, I don't know, I had more respect for that. And I may be wrong. Kevin Gates may I have shown I think it was also a better love. song. Let's, yes, it let's was be a honest. better song. Like, had it been a hot song, it would, we'd be talking about yeah. a different story. But this was kind of a trash song as well. Wasn't really a fan of it. And also just, the, the beat sounded cheap. Like, the way they pitched it sounded off. It, just, yeah, they just, like it was it. just, they pitched it and looped, like, eight yeah. bars, and that was it. It was ugly. It was ugly. Um... Yeah, I was not a fan of that. Uh, it's just, no. in so many tracks, I just wrote boring. Dude, we need to talk about Fatal Attraction. I did. I dug deep, guys, and I found out, he kept saying, he kept saying, like, she's going to put it in your food to make you fall yeah. in love. You remember that line? Yes. I like, was wondering, like, what is he talking about? Right. And then I found out through Genius, apparently there is some, some voodoo ritual. At first they said it was putting period blood. In your spaghetti. And I was like, that sounds like bullshit. I'm out. Right, right, right. You're already out. And I was like, hang on, I'm intrigued. Damn, dude, I had spaghetti literally like an hour ago. And I found this, I found this fact, this should have been my fact. (laughs) In the African-American hoodoo tradition, as well as in Sicilian folk magic, menstrual blood served to a man in his coffee or tea is a sovereign recipe for capturing his sexual attention. (laughs) <laughs> no ritual prayer or invocation is necessary. You simply add some menstrual blood to the man's coffee or tea. This idea is to get your scent into the beloved sphere of consciousness. And knowing what we know about Kevin Gates, all the crazy shit he says, this is definitely what he was referencing. Maybe not definitely. I can't say that 100%. <laughs> that hurts Jake's, my soul that Jake's this exists. disturbed. Yeah. You're disturbed. Yeah. So, you know, don't say that we don't do our research. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, let's, not, let's not be frank. The, the medical industry has done some pretty grimy things. This is not the medical industry. <laughs> I mean, it's, it grows. I mean, look, look in like the 50s, literally like people would go to... You're saying medicine grows over time. Yes. And this is an old tradition. Bro, like, it probably even, doesn't happen anymore. Not even like 75 years ago, women were going to doctors with hysteria and getting yeah. masturbated, and that was medicine. Like, let's be honest here. That's not too far from drinking the once a month wine. What do you, the once a month wine? That's that's horrible. But uh, yeah, just wanted everybody to have that mental image. And uh, if your coffee tastes weird, talk to your wife. Um, 
Yeah. Let's or see. Or talk to a lawyer. The, <laughs> this, like you said, the album is very mixed, kind of boring. And you gave Face Down a zero? A zero. A zero. Holy yeah. crap, it got a three. Song. It was terrible. It was terrible. Got a three. Um, Push It, I love. Push It, Push it was another it song that eight. I really liked. That was a single that I had brought up on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Well, whenever it was a single. So, I did bring that one up. 10 and out that, of 10. That was one, and the production on this was very hit and miss. Yeah. And I think a lot it of times could, when the production misses, really when the production misses, his vocals tend to miss because you're like, damn, this just doesn't. But the like the ones that are like when you say, damn, this beat is hard, like push it, you listen like, shit, it's, yeah. this rides. Right. Or Icebox and, and Walls. Kind of pick, the, the production can kind of pick him up when the vocals slack a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. And when you have production that needs kind of generic vocals, the song is going to sound generic right. and cheap. Right. And this, this album, though, I will say, from listening to other Kevin Gates projects, um, his projects tend to sound bloated and really just, like, unnecessarily long. This one was a lot more listenable. Like, I got through it, and even though I hated the love songs on here, they're really bad. Um, it, yeah. was, it was... Damn, you, you, you really kind of killed him on some of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really bad. Um, Have You Ever was one that I... He talks something about, like, his clothes not being washed, and, and how that's, like, supposed to represent, like, slum life. And I was like, maybe. Yeah. It's I just, just said, again, talking about his struggle, which is the, not outside of... The beats is ugly, too. I think the play that, the way the hi-hats hit in that song is just hideous to me. Here we, here we go. Maybe three weeks in a row with a shit stain on the back, you heard me? Doo-doo on the undies, you heard me? I hate this beat. It's too busy. His vocals are turned down. It's a lot going he, on. He collaborated with a lot of young producers too, like Day Trip, who did a lot. Day Trip killed some. Day Trip did almost all of Seven. Good. Yeah. For Lil Nas X, so he's racking up that money, I guess. Panini is is hard. Yeah, so I liked that it was diverse, but there were a lot of misses with production. Absolutely. Um, there's not, there's not, oh, what I like, I think we talked, we started the intro off with that one. That was a good song because that was an example of where he was doing something new and it worked to his yeah. advantage. And I, and I like that experimentation. Yeah. Um, and it was crazy. Well, before we got on the, the podcast, uh, he said, you said, oh, this is ski mask. Yeah. And I, I didn't hear that the first time, but now it's like, in your I head. can't not do it. But see, like if, if you're fucking with these younger producers, like. You know Ski Mask would have done a Kevin Gates. I'm sure Ski Mask is a Kevin Gates fan. I don't know. I don't know what Ski Mask likes. He's fucking That would weird. be crazy. Ski Mask is the ODB of this time. Nobody knows what the fuck he's up to. Except yeah. that he hangs out with Juice World, And that's a good sign to me. Yes, it is. And I just want them to produce a shitload of music. They have a single coming out tomorrow. Uh, Juice World has a new single coming out. I don't know. I feel we'll like if Kevin Gates came to some of these younger artists, they would do it because low-key... But he doesn't want that. He just maybe, doesn't maybe. want it. He could get a feature from... He could... I think he, he has collaborated. Because Loki, Kevin Gates has been around for a while. Yeah, he was on the 2014 XXL freshman list. Do you remember... With Chance. Him and Chance were on the same same one. Do you remember this song? I, I don't really... Can I say that? The name of this song? <laughs> uh, 
it's you you want me to say it? I, I mean I don't care who it's, says no, it. You can say it. It's, okay, so hey, hey, hey. it's just the title of the song. Jake does not mean anything against people. Yes, this does not reflect needs. the views of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Yeah. or or it's put affiliates. the disclaimer down the yeah. fucking description. Kevin Gates retouted. R e t a w d i d retouted. And the reason for why real. this is important is this was the time when he was signed to Young Money Management. Yes, and then it got it didn't quite work out. He ended up getting his own. Um, label as own imprint on Atlantic. Like when I heard two falls, I was like, hold on, like the Kevin Gates says, we're tired for real, we're tired for real, for real, for real. It was horrible. I was like, this is not the same dude. It's the same yeah, it was the same dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a dark time he, for Kevin he Gates. He has improved since then. Oh, most definitely. Agree? Most yeah. definitely. So what? Do you have any other tracks that you want to hit that we didn't talk about? No, I mean the top ones. I like the fly again the outro. Did you say anything about that one? Oh, I fucking um, I don't think I. It like... was it it was laid back and it just it just calmed down. What did you say about it? You didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> just read it. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it sounds like R. Kelly in the beginning. I mean, right. the singing sound like R. Kelly. That wasn't a bad thing. I All right, listen, like... listen, I got respect for you because you pointed out X. Uh-huh. So I'm going to play this, and if I hear R. Kelly, uh-huh. I'm going to have to recant. Okay, good. <laughs> it's there. It's there. You hear it. It's kind of like live R. Kelly. Play. Do you have your start shots? It, start, it back, start it back like to the beginning. Okay, all right, now pause it. I'm hiding in the closet. I hope he don't come out. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> like, it just gave okay. me that vibe. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I'm, uh, I'm R. Kelly's going to jail. Yeah, he's, he's in jail. I've been in jail forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, he's going forever. Um, he, You know, it was an intimate look at like him letting his wife down as, his, as a protector. She yeah. cheated on him. He can't trust her. Uh, the problem I had was like... It was to me. If it came off like really delusional, like the way he like looked at himself, I thought um, it, it felt like it was something way deeper than it actually was, and I just I didn't like that vibe. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I thought it was a good way to wind the album. Though. I'm overthinking it. I, think. Maybe, I, I don't. Know. I'm open to thinking. See, I, it's Kevin Gates, and it like we said at the in the in the break. Yeah, he can be so good at times, but so bad. Yeah. So sometimes he may he hides some. Like good bars in some really shitty ones, right. but I think you they get overlooked a lot of times because you're like, okay, this sounds like the last Kevin Gates song. At the best moments on this album, Kevin Gates is really aggressive. He picks very good production, and then on the worst moments of this album, he's trying to come up with like a love song, a Thugs Need Love two song, as I always say, and um, you know, just like a Ja Rule kind of single that you'd hear in like yeah. mid two thousands. That those are the worst. Or when he's doing like a stripper anthem, like um. Who's the guy who does the song Booty? He does the song Booty. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. But Black Black uh, Black Youngsta. Okay. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like yeah. a Black Youngsta kind of single. And we already have Black Youngsta, and he's fine, and he's fun, but he's not like a, a hit artist. Yeah. I think Kevin Gates is, is best when he's doing the introspective stuff. And uh, there was moments of that, and that's what I really look forward to for the next project from him. Yeah, this is definitely the best that I've heard. Mm-hmm. I feel so. I have concise. nothing bad to say. It's more concise. Yeah, but the low. The problem is the low points on this album are, are They're really low. low. They're very low. Like I said, I think the worst tracks on here for me were uh, "Pretend." I hated the Jamaican 
kind of vibe he was trying to do. I thought it was cheap. Have You Ever is really bad. Um, Fly Again, I really, I didn't care for it. Um, what was that one that we were talking about? Let It Go. Yeah. Let It Go and, and Face Say It down. Twice. Yeah. yeah, you gave Say It Twice a two. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was kind of similar to the Young M.A. album. Like, the high points were really high, and the low points were kind of low. And they're kind of in the same lane. I think like they Young just M.A.'s do... album, though, the low points were not as low. Yeah, for me. For I me, think they're yeah. very similar, because they both are kind of underground, but popular. And they both are in their own lane. They're not really branching out, trying to do these features. Young M.A., I would say, she goes for more like a classical, like, New York MC. Yeah, it's very, very classic. Kevin Gates, to me, is more like somebody who's like a storyteller. Young M.A. is somebody who is almost just, like, somebody who flexes a lot. You know, she's a, she's more, yeah, ooh, like, she's just a rapper. And then, like, Kevin Gates is, Kevin Gates is more somebody who's, like, trying to tell a story. Yeah. And then he has moments where he's trying to be that rapper, and it sounds really bad. Yeah. I think that's, like we said, he, he can be so good at times yeah. and then just so bad. Yeah. What are you rating this album? It's getting a six. I gave it a four. And like I said, because I gave Young M.A.'s album a six, yeah. so I guess maybe for you the, the low points didn't hit as hard on on this one as they did for me. It just it just was really cheap. Some of and Kevin Gates is, I don't want to say kind of like JPEG Mafia, Kevin Gates is a lot more traditional. But Kevin Gates, even throughout his career, aside from Two Phones and Really Really, mm-hmm. I, I would not say I don't re- I have respect for Kevin Gates. It got a lot of attention. It did. His slot got a lot of attention. I just, I respect he's there. Yeah. I like that he's here, and and this this like you said, it it did have some of his best tracks from from I would say his whole career. And I've listened to other Kevin Gates projects. Um, my favorite tracks on here were Icebox, Walls Talking, Push It, What I Like, and that's it. I liked Flagging. We talked about uh, mm-hmm. What I Like, Push It. Uh, Icebox and the intro. Okay, I could I would include the intro in there too because it was one of the more higher ranked songs. All right. I mean, I like that he he shouted out speaker knockers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's it's cool if he's obviously from the over under. Yeah. He he has a, a, a lot, lot of knowledge about music knowledge. and he, so maybe he truly did funk with speaker knockers. Yeah, I think this gives me hope for his next project. Shout out yeah, to I'll, I'll definitely be into him and want to listen. Definitely more excited than I was for this one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what you been spinning this this week? Yeah, I'm about to pull that up. So, um, I actually found a young boy NBA young boy song that I like. Okay. Uh, it's called Murda, featuring Trippy Red. Was listening to that. Um, Metro Boomin's "Not All Heroes Wear Capes." I regret to my dying day. The regret will be that this did not make my 2018 list. And uh, so you I, like the whole album? The whole album. Okay. The whole. I'm gonna thing. add it and go back to it then because I remember hating the album. Dude. I, I, that's what I'm thinking, and I'm like, was I was I just not listening? Am is am I just more into Gunna now? Which that that probably plays a huge part into it. I I appreciate Gunna a little bit more, but the this album to me it's a really fun experience. Yeah, because I, I love it. I just kind of cherry picked that album, dude. I I went back to it. I love it. I don't have really any complaints. I have to go back. Still, the best songs on there. I've been listening to Space Cadet every day, twice a day. Um, uh, Overdue with Travis Scott's really good. Um, Ten Freaky Girls with Twenty One Savage, and um, uh, No Complaints with Drake. Okay. Offset. I've been listening to that sort of. I had the three tracks. Yeah. Uh, but I added the whole album. I'm gonna go back. 
and listen to that again. Yeah. Um, that single with Big Sean ASAP for Berserk. Mm-hmm. Um, still been listening to the Danny Brown singles. Right. Went back to Without Warning and Savage Mode. Oh, another good... Savage Mode was is really good. Did you listen to the new po- French Montana, Post Malone, and Cardi B song? Oh, that came out? Dude. I'm sure the radio's heard it. And every white mom has heard it. It's Is so, it bad? It's Play it. Let's play it. Let's play it for the people, because this is a new one. What was it called? Just type French Montana. I don't even remember the name of the track. I've listened to it twice. So this is a French Montana song? Yeah. Damn. What label is he signed to? I think Fucking Atlantic. Rich getting a post Atlantic Malone. or Def Jam. And Cardi in the same song. Yeah. That's a mint right there. But French Montana's always been that guy who had... Writing who on the gets, wall? Yeah. Go to the actual singles page. Can you get through it? Is this not it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But I just wanted to see if it would show, like, who who he's with. Like, click on the actual title. No, no, no. It's not Sony. Epic. Sony, Sony okay. and Epic. What's that? So, yeah, that makes sense. Another just island track. But here they show. This is like eight months or six months too late. Yeah. It could have been. This definitely was a, a warmer climate song. Yeah. I, it, um, I think Post Malone's feature was alright. Cardi B was okay. It just this the track is so boring. This is something I would you throw it on at like a party, I think, or if you throw it on like if you're at the if you're at the pool, maybe it'll go. But it's a really boring track. Go to post. I admire the fact that Post Malone didn't go island. Yeah, you know he didn't try to do something disrespectful. Well, I think he has a little bit more respect <laughs> for yeah. maybe some cultural appropriation yeah. now. But here it's very uninspired. Yeah, look, this is kind of the same. I, I like some French Montana stuff, like Unforgettable. I like uh-huh. them because Lee Unforgettable is fire. Killed that. Yeah, and that's because of Swaley, not because French Montana yeah. could have been or been. He could have been on that song or he couldn't have. It didn't matter. French Montana's one kind of like Kevin Gates to me. Like I'm glad you're there, but he's even weirder because with Kevin Gates, I like, like Kevin Gates more. He, I, Kevin Gates, you more. can listen to by by himself on a track, and it's really fucking good. When have you ever listened to a whole French Montana song and not lost brain cells? Never, never, never have they. Never. And no, yeah. no, one where he has no features. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in the kitchen cooking gravy, huh? Like yeah. he's so, huh? Like he's so. Does he still do that? I don't know. I didn't hear it on that song. So yeah, I did. probably I not. Listen. I don't listen for that. He did a he did a uh, mixtape with Fetty Wap. Did you remember that one? Zoo Wap. That sounds horrible, dude. <laughs> I remember listening to that when it came out. <laughs> it was very forgettable. I think Fetty Wap Fetty Wap kind of dropped off like right after that. Yeah. And the last thing I'm been spinning is Kirk. Kirk, bro, that's top ten. I think that's a good one. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm honestly had JPEG. Had we not decided to review that one, I'd still be listening to Kirk. But right now it's just JPEG Mafia. Right well, now you'll want to like do some crimes and you'll put on some <laughs> the baby. Do some crime. I don't do crimes. I'm a I'm a legal. I'm a law abiding citizen. No, I. You know the vibe when you listen to the baby. I know what you're like when I'm in the gym. Yeah. Like when I'm in the gym, that's what I want. I just you want to rob trouble. people in the gym. Well, I want to think about robbing people. What in gym the do you gym. go to? Don't worry about it. Yeah. I don't need people lining up out there asking for autographs. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Um, no, but let me autograph your wallet. <laughs> and then I'm I gone. Lock the door. Yeah. So no, that, that's about about the baby. It. The baby's Kirk. 
was a very solid project. Uh, last thing that I've been... There was one more thing I wanted to mention. Oh, just just uh, Uzi and Playboy Cardi. Always that's on always. That's like day. That's like Hakeem's Al Green. Yeah. It's always in yeah. there. If it's not in rotation... If I, I was listening to Cardi B... Or not Cardi B. Um, Playboy Cardi and Chief Keef song off of... Uh, off his last project and god damn I just want more Cardi music he's talking about Playboy Cardi yeah don't, don't take that out of context yeah Playboy Cardi music yeah alright so we're gonna go into the writing prompt uh, today's writing prompt is uh, what was the last thing you were enthusiastic about like Jake? pre-podcast yeah pre-podcast um probably that spaghetti I ate bro to be honest <laughs> I came home and it was already halfway done I'm something clean up more, something more significant Okay. Then just like a daily, like, like this food was fire. Okay. Probably helping Mikel. Mikel's been wanting to kind of like get into learning how to use like recording equipment and making music. So I've been helping him with it. And that's been, that's been pretty cool. Yeah. I think the last thing I was really enthusiastic about was like learning to, um, like write, write to learning to do uh, coding, like programming, okay. uh, in Python. I've been trying to learn that on my own. Um, while going to classes, that was something I was really enthusiastic about. And then also the last thing I was enthusiastic about was um, uh, probably when uh, Travis Scott dropped Rodeo. That was like the last time I remember feeling like Come genuinely. Come on, bro. I'm not kidding. That was like the last time I felt like genuinely alive. I I drove down the highway going 110 miles an hour with nine shots of espresso in my body thinking if I died today... This is the peak of my life. Bro, Nothing then, will get better after okay, this. Okay, then the next when, next time Travis comes to Charlotte or Atlanta, we'll drive 120 down 85, <laughs> and we'll drink nine shots, shots of yeah, 12 shots of espresso, and you'll be jumping off a balcony. I I just remember that was like really alive. I really felt alive. The thing about concerts is there's too many elements that I don't like that I can't control, like other people being yeah. there. I'm not a people person. I'm a fucking crab, like recluse. Yeah. So I I. I like, but when that album came out, I bought it three three different ways, and I played it driving from Winthrop to Greenville, and I was ready to die. And I was not no. pushing on the brakes. There were no brakes that day. It was just hit and go. But I, I made it there safe. There was no accident. Listen, the, take that, see, take that same energy to a Travis concert. I'm telling you. It might be a problem. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's big enough now that you can go to an arena yeah. and like have your own seat. Like people aren't like pushing you to get to the front. Yeah, like it's very calm. True. And I'm one like you I fly won't be a lot. in the mosh pit. Yeah. Like even though I would love the energy, I don't have the. No, I would not love the energy. It. I don't. I don't want anything yeah. to do it. That's too too That's much too for much. me. Yeah. But you know, like you fly a lot. Are yeah. you are you one to like as soon as the plane lands and they let you up get up? Like I'm the one to just sit there. No, like I don't give a fuck. We're all not getting off of this right now. Yeah. So I'm the one that would sit there. Also, I'm not the one who's like afraid. I, my butthole doesn't clench when the plane's landing. I hate those people who are always like, huh, huh. you know how they like hold each other's hand, like oh my god, it's gonna crash. Like every five minutes when a plane moves, they're like oh my god, it's yeah. gonna crash. Motherfucker, you drive in a car all day. There are car accidents. Literally every every street you turn, almost there's like another car accident, yeah. and you're worried about a plane crashing. You never hear about planes crashing. Every day there's cars crashing. I think that's why it's scary. scary. It's irrational. Yeah, that's fucking irrational. I think that's why people like. I guess my mom. There's so much unknown plane. about planes. Yeah. Like yeah, a car. We've been riding in it since we were little. But there, but people more people die from from car crashes than they do planes. Yeah, I mean yeah, you're right. It is irrational. But I, yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, I have this natural fear of being, like, not really being in the... It's more of a respect, kind of like the way you, like, yeah, view a god. Yeah, the ocean. Yeah, the, the ocean. Like, I'm thinking, like, we're not supposed to be up here. Right. Like, 
yeah, it's cool that we've figured out a way to manage, but, <laughs> but we're, we're not, not really supposed to be up here. <laughs> That's how I feel about the ocean. Yeah. Like when, it's when like a spiritual boats. respect. It like is. It's spiritual fear. It's a, it's a reminder that you're, that you're not immortal. Yeah. Like you could die at this moment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, hey, that's the good note. Yeah. Remember your your mortality. Yes. Think about death this weekend and tell absolutely. Us what you think. And go listen to BT, BTB tonight. Yes. Whenever you download this, there will be an episode following right behind it. Check yeah. it out. Yes. We're that, gonna talk about it on the next episode. Hell yeah! I'm very excited for that. Can't wait. I already know it word for word. Yes. I'll be singing along. Absolutely. I can't wait. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank y'all so you got anything much for else? listening. No. Um, I'm not really sure what we're going to review next. Um, definitely going to react to Travis's uh, single whenever that drops. Maybe we'll do a quick, quick review of that one. Uh, other than that, I mean, Kanye, if he drops, would be cool too. You trying to play something to ride out to? Let's do it. What you got? Oh, this is for Sophie. This goes out to Sophie. She loves this song. I'm glad. It's hot. Bro, some... I get the thug sold out. I'm happy, bro. It's now cool. everybody knows Young he Thug. Deserves he deserves it. He deserves it. I'm happy for, for Young Thug the way I am to baby. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Just good to see y'all winning. God, that'd be a good collab. I'm down. Yeah. All right. Check it out. B2B. BTB. BTB. We gotta fade it back in. How are we gonna give Young Thug all this credit and just let Gunna gonna kill this. Gonna take the, the stage? <laughs> let's let's give Young Thug his his just his dude. chips. He almost lost me when he did this. Uh-huh. Classic. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!